I did surrogate partner therapy to learn how to receive intimacy. And now I'm doing Tantra to learn how to give intimacy. Welcome to the Secret Life Podcast. Tell me your secret. I'll tell you mine. Sometimes you have to go through the darkness to reach the light. That's what I did. After 12 years of recovery in sex and love addiction, I finally found my soulmate, myself. Please join me in my novel, Secret Life of a Hollywood Sex and Love Addict, a four-time bestseller on Amazon. It's a brutal, honest, raw, gnarly ride, but hilarious at the same time. Check it out now on Amazon. Welcome to Secret Life Podcast. I'm Brianne Davis-Gant. Today, I'm pulling back the curtains of all kinds of human secrets. We'll hear about what people are hiding from themselves or others. You know, those deep, dark secrets you probably want to take to the grave or those lighter, funnier secrets that are just plain embarrassing. Really? The how, what, when, where, and why of it all. Oh my God. Today, my guest, dun, 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 dun. I feel like it needs that, is a follow-up episode with Joe. Now, Joe, I know you've done this before, but let's do it again. Dun, dun, dun. What is your secret? I did surrogate partner therapy to learn how to receive intimacy. And now I'm doing Tantra to learn how to give intimacy. Ooh, that was such a good read. I loved that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just want to, if you haven't listened to any viewers, Joe came on and he came out as a 36 year old virgin that you, you know, it's a great episode and please go listen to it before you listen to this. So go listen to it. But episode 91, go, go listen now. right now. But <laughs> I love that your journey has gone even further into the intimacy and your sexuality. So after the episode aired, I just want to hit this first. How did you feel? Like, did anything come up for you? Because whenever I'm a guest on my own show, I want to crawl out of my skin when it airs. FYI. I, I, I did. Mm -hmm. I did have a moment of like, oh my God, I can't believe I said all of that. I think I contacted you and I was like, I don't know, is this, is this good? And and then I thought about like, you know what, it's, it's out in the world and I want people to hear it. And I just have to like have faith that it will hit the audience it needed yeah. to hit. And right away, you sent me a message from someone who heard it and heard their story. And I was just like, oh my God, like, I can't, this is exactly why I told this on a podcast. Uh. So I was just, I'm still oh, happy. Good. And so did, have you have felt any different just internally at all? Or is it just like it clarified anything for you? I think just being able to tell that story because it's so much to say. And I was so nervous and I was like, I got to say everything. It's like, you don't have to say everything. You trust that you will say what needs to be heard. And I think now I'm much more comfortable talking about this stuff because I know that it's, you know, it's got, I'm going to say what needs to be heard and yeah. it's fine. So yeah, I feel a lot more comfortable talking about it now and, and having talked about this a lot in my, uh, my recovery groups, but in this setting, I get to be a lot more detailed and specific in a way that, uh, that is more freeing, um, and, and that people can relate to. And I never, 
no one ever comes up to me, you know, is like, I can't believe you said that. They're like, oh, I thank you for sharing that. I really, that really helped yeah, me. That's the um, truth. When we know. show our vulnerability and things that we think are flaws are like, you know, we're like disgusted by for myself too. That's what I'm talking about. We're so worried about what other people think. And actually it helps them see their truth. And it helps people be willing and honest to talk about these deep, dark secrets, mm-hmm. you know, that we talk about on this podcast, among <laughs> other things. I love so. that little, you t- tied back to the <laughs> podcast. You should be like my promoter or something right now. <laughs> yes, I really should be. <laughs> okay, but let's get into this secret. So yes. you then yes. told me you've now stepped into this owning your sexuality. So get into it. How did it start? How did you get into Tantra? How did all of it? Give it, give it to me, all of it. All right. So those who watched that episode, you'll know my surrogacy story that had just ended and I was grieving. And it was hard because I had gone from never having had the sexual intimacy to having it. And then it was gone. And I'm like, okay, you know, I need to, I'm dating, I'm dating to find a romantic partner and that's there, but maybe there's something else. There's something else that I need that I can Mm -hmm. find. And so I started looking for something that my surrogate partner suggested is something called cuddle, uh, uh, cuddle parties, something where people can go and cuddle. And I just wasn't finding what I needed. And so I, I, there was another cuddle uh-huh. party and I went to it and it was run by a Tantra group. <gasps> and, um, and it was, it was, it was actually a comedy of errors because the one person we need, a, a ba- we need men and women in the class to practice at least one mm-hmm. woman. And she had to cancel at the last minute. So it was canceled when I showed up. And I was like, oh man. So I ended up talking to our instructor for over an hour about mm-hmm. Tantra. Oh God. Okay, wait. We gotta we gotta go back first. I got so many questions. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, and by the way, yeah. I should say, whenever I talk about this in the real world, I love it. Cause they say, What are you doing, Joe? Oh, well, I'm learning guitar and I go on hikes and I do Tantra. Tantra. <laughs> Is that that sex thing? Like, well, no, not, not really. I mean, that's not what it's about. But but even, I mean, even when I say like, I'm a sex and love addict in recovery, people are like sex and love addict. Ooh, it's just like, uh, it's not that exciting. Like take it down or not. I think I bet you have these amazing sexy stories. Like it's mostly painful painful and Uh, a lot of uncomfortable moments and hating yourself, but sure. Make it sound hot and sexy, you know? Make me feel better. <laughs> but he, the first thing I want to, I want to ask you about the cuddle party. Did you ever do that? Because I actually recommended that to one of my clients that, you know, touch was, it's was too intimate. Like it, it, it made her nervous, you know? So I'm just wondering, did you ever do the cuddle party ever? I did uh, one group um, and they're a great group, but the, it was still, there was a lot of COVID fear. And so what I learned about intimacy is unfortunately masks just don't work with that for me, at yeah. least for me. And I think that we were all trying to be safe, but there was that fear of touching someone else mm-hmm. got in the way of what I was looking for. And so in the Tantra class, we don't wear masks. We expect everyone to take care of their own health and not show up if they're sick. And we say, get your, make sure you're vaccinated. And we talk to people about that, but we trust everyone to be adults and, and okay. do that. Um, so like I did get sick once and I said, I'm staying home and it was just a cold. Uh, but, um, yeah, but I, so I, I highly recommend cuddle parties to anyone who wants to do them. And the, our Tantra class does do cuddle parties. Uh, you just kind of keep, 
track of like our classes online and you can see when we'll be offering one. And that is, um, that is plutonic touch. So can you and describe the, the that, that to other people listening? Cause you and I know what cuddle sure. parties is, but you know, Joe Schmo down the street might not. Where adults mm-hmm. go to, uh, to have extended touch, plutonic mm-hmm. touch with other mm-hmm. adults. So it could be spooning. It could be extended hugging. It could be a lot of different things. Depends on what the person's uh, comfortable with. And usually that there is an instructor there who uh, is there to kind of like facilitate that. And so like any other kind of class, like yoga or anything else, there's different classes, different techniques, different people running it. You have to find the one that works for you. Uh, but essentially that's what it is. And of course, as in Tantra, mm-hmm. Uh, there is a good talk at the beginning, consent, ask before going into someone's personal space, moment to moment consent, can I touch you this way? Would you be comfortable with me touching you that way? And if you're not comfortable, instead of saying no, you could say, I'm not comfortable with that, but I would be comfortable with you doing X, Y, Z and giving them another option. So that we do in the cuddle parties and we also do it in the other Tantra classes. Uh. So that's basically what I love it. I actually believe in those groups because I feel like we all need to work on our intimacy and it's just a safe place to do it. So thank you for talking about this. Now let's get into the Tantra party. (laughs) That's right. Tantra party. (laughs) So there is an element of sex positivity to the, to the group where there Mm -hmm. are classes where there's a little more freer kind of sensual sexual experience that can be had. Mm. Um, So what happened that second time uh, (laughs) is I went to the central massage class and that's the higher levels of time. Okay. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I don't know like what I want to experience here, but I just want to get some physical touch. So we'll see what happens. So I go and I show up. Okay. And we sit on the couch and they're showing the videos of what we're going to be doing. And I'm like, oh, this looks very nice. There's is an intimate level of touch. That sound looks very sweet. I'd like to try that. And the different positions uh, that we get into with extended touch. And then at the very end, there was this uh, optional erotic massage. Okay. And I watched the video and I remember watching it and going, I don't know if I want to do that, but I want to do the other stuff and we'll see where it goes. Okay. So I get on the floor with my yoga mat and we all kind of get in our little circle and we start doing the practice. And the amazing thing was, as I started practicing, I've had spiritual experiences. I've had, I felt my higher power in my shoulder telling me things. I felt ideas, or, but this was another level. I actually felt some kind of spiritual energy come down into me and like I became a vessel. Really? I felt completely filled up. I was abundant. I had no needs. All those needs I, and wants I came in with kind of melted away. Uh-huh. And it was like, my job tonight is to give. And I was just completely calm and centered the whole time. And as I went through the process and then we got to the deeper levels of, of, of uh, doing what is called the Shakti Shiva, which is one of my favorites, where one person sits on the floor cross-legged the other one sits on their on their lap with their mm-hmm. legs around their back. And you just sit there and you just eye gaze. It was called soul gazing and just stare into each other's eyes for a while. And then you put your each other's foreheads to you put your foreheads to each other for a little while. Uh-huh. And then you'll do like a hug and like hold each other. It's such a beautiful, intimate experience. Oh my and God, Joe, you're making me so nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. Okay, wait, Joe, I'm picturing you doing (laughs) this or even me like doing that, even with my partner, Mark, and I'm like crawling out of my skin. That like tells you how much work I still have to do on intimacy. (laughs) You know, it's funny, like with working in the, in the, with the surrogate partner, I was still in my like, like uh, criticized brain and I was like, is this right? Is this right? 
in this one, like in this class, like that all melted away, that brain was shut off. And I was just in in the zone. I didn't question anything I did. Like I didn't go, should I have any anxiety or anything? It all was gone. It was completely gone. And I was just in the spiritual. So we talk about the mind, body, spirit, uh, mind, body, heart, spirit aligning up together. Mm. And then all of a sudden he says, so, you know, we're getting up to the massage part and this is the part where we start to take off some clothes. And, you know, who wants to, everyone wants to take off clothes. This is the time to do it. You can be nude. You can be partially clothed. And I found myself taking off all my clothes and all of a sudden I was standing there completely nude. <gasps> and I had wanted to experience nudity. So I already came in with that. But I, yeah, it was like. I'm sorry. I, I have shy. to just give you a high five, <laughs> like from your last journey. High five. My <laughs> yes. friend. You like have shedded some skin. Like, honestly, yes. like I'm so proud of you. I couldn't do it, but I, I'm just like in <laughs> awe of your willingness, you know, to shed that. Oh my God. Okay. Go on. I just had to give you a high five. <laughs> uh, yeah. So so I'm standing there and then we're doing like kind of a Reiki thing where we go over each other's bodies about an inch off of our bodies and doing like an energy kind of feeling thing. We're just, okay. so we're not actually touching. We're about an inch off and we're just putting our hands. I'm trying to describe this. We're listening uh, around and yeah, do different parts of the body. And then we, at this, in this class, we had uh, more men than women. So there were about three or four men to each woman. Okay. And then. The she uh, uh, laid down on the mat and said, "Okay, we're going to give you the central massage." And mm-hmm. so we started giving her the massage, and you know, um, she felt comfortable to take off her top. So I said, "Do you want? Would you like the central, the healing breast massage?" She said, "Sure." So I started giving her that, and and, and then how was that? Going, how are you feeling there? Calm, centered, completely loving, and just like giving to this person whatever she wanted. And like it, and that, like that speaks to the heart of Tantra is that Tantra is about, you know, Tantra is, a, is an equal practice, but yeah. because of the world that we live in, our practice is, is uh, focused on w- women. So we have, we, what we talk about, we ask women, they come in and like, we are here to honest, cherish, and adore you. That is our job. I wish the whole world was like that just yes (laughs) like right now they're trying to destroy us and like that is like i wish it was like hey let's love on women in the the loving way and so yeah asking what they want is this Mm -hmm. do you want to be touched this way is there anything else you want and like encouraging them to speak to speak what they want because that's also that programming it's hard it's hard yeah you know and so we have sue as our assistant and she's there to provide the, you know, she provides a few more perspective and helps the women like understand, like, these are, these are safe guys. They're here to be a service to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always talk about how hard it is to find sweet, emotionally available men in any context. And they seem to show up in the Tantra class. It's really wonderful. So we get to uh, meet, make a lot of, make a lot of great friends that way. Uh, So I'm giving her the massage. The rest of us are too. I mean, just imagine being you know, feeling so safe and being naked and having a bunch of people giving you essential massage and just let, just kind of letting go and letting yourself receive. I mean, yeah. it was just so wonderful. I mean, I yeah. haven't in that capacity, but being in the rooms of Slaw, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous, as you guys know, there's a feeling of safety, you know, verbal safety. Um, and I say it's like the safest place in the world for anybody. You wouldn't think like a room of sex and love addicts, but it, this is like next level surrender, next level intimacy. And like you said, letting go, which it sounds so beautiful. 
really felt like the rooms, the rooms that you're talking about. It mm-hmm. felt like that, but it's a physical safety. So yeah, it's a deeper level. And yeah. I really felt like I am one of the most modest people in the world. And just being naked with my surrogate partner was a huge deal for me like six yeah. months ago. And to be in a room and I, I looked around occasionally, I, but I didn't have any like, like what I called normal brain awareness of what was going on at the time. But mm-hmm. I remember looking back on and saying, looking around the room, seeing all these people doing the same thing. These are all people we just met tonight and we're having this experience. And that's what the magic of Tantra is, yeah. is that you can work with anyone because there's this idea that people who are aware of what Tantra is like, oh, I get a book and I go in the bedroom with my partner, my romantic partner, and we practice. That's and what I that's thought fine. it was. Yeah. That's fine. But there's uh-huh. other ways. Like we say in Tantra, there you don't have to be in love in order to love someone. So we mm. practice in the room and that's where it exists and that's where it stays. In the same way in, in SLA, we say like whatever is in the room stays in the room. Like we yeah. don't talk what's outside the room. So we're doing that. And then Which I broke that rule, by the way. Totally. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> but too. that was my um, higher power. That wasn't actually yeah. me. My higher power guided me. It wasn't about me. But I just have to say I broke that rule, which I don't like that rule, just so you know. But I love in the Tantra sense. But look, you're sharing this experience that people don't talk about. And it's important because I'm learning new things because you're sharing it. And it's like, thank you for coming on and sharing it. But I just, I have to ask the difference because I'm even questioning it. What's the difference between like an orgy and what you're talking about? I was hoping you would ask that question. (laughs) You knew I was going to ask that question. Oh yeah. And there are people in the room who have done the swinger thing. And it's interesting talking to them because that's not something I've experienced. I'm like, oh, that's what it's like. And so this isn't universally true of all swinger. And again, sex positive, whatever consenting adults want to do, I'm happy. I really am happy for them. Whatever makes them happy. Um, I talk to people who have had swinger experiences and what they find is it's about the erotic. So Tantra really isn't about erotic being erotic because in this that's in that definition when you mean erotic what i mean is i just need to get off yes. and a lot of times that's what swingers it's like i just go to get off the lights are low find someone take clothes off and there's this rush to have this experience and really what they're doing is they're trying to have sex without having intimacy even though they want it and she mm-hmm. said when you at the end of the night you're not finding the connection or the intimacy that you're really looking for that she was looking for and the lights come up and everyone scampers to put their clothes on and there's this kind of shame and, yeah, and fear. Secret None too. of that happens. Everybody oh. is so calm and relaxed in their room. And I'm just walking around, you know, I'm just doing my thing and I'm going to get a drink of water, you know, or whatever. It's like, well, we're in a break or whatever. And it's just another thing that we do. And so there is intimacy in the room. It's a mm-hmm. form of spiritual intimacy that is separate from romantic intimacy. And there are a lot of people who come in who have just gotten out of very uh, unsatisfying relationships and they're very wounded and sad and they have these healing moments in Tantra. And I've seen it happen many, many times. I've been in the, uh, they've done the massage class three times now. And I've just seen people, uh, you see it in their face. Like they feel like they've come home to themselves because they're developing really what it's about is we're developing a deeper level of intimacy with ourselves by being vulnerable with others in, and there's this kind of umbrella of, of spiritual love in the room that keeps us safe. There's no one in there that has a weird energy. There's no one in there that feels unsafe. If anything happens where someone's not sure about it, we have a conversation and say, well, what happened there? And usually it's because someone's trauma is coming up because they got touched in a certain way and they have a moment. And like, uh, I have one person got really nauseous and had to sit down for a while. 
Yeah. And then they got over that and, you know, they get to process, they didn't talk about the details. Uh, they get to process that. Um, but so, yeah, so then at a certain it's so point, interesting. Men, before you oh, go yeah. into that next thought, yeah. it's so interesting because when you were just talking about that, I got this overwhelming feeling of like emotion. Like I wanted to start crying mm. because as someone with sexual trauma and also felt no ownership of my body and use my body as a weapon, like I automatically just felt like I, if I came in that room, I'd probably be the person like, <laughs> just like tears coming down in like a way of like healing. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. And thank you for sharing that. And that's exactly it. And I've had those moments too in the rooms and there are couples only classes that are, mm. we have. And then there's the general class that are for couples or, or singles. Um, so there are opportunities and you can do a one-on-one session with the instructor, just you and the, and the instructor as well. Look at there's Joe's, different ways to do Mark, it. Joe's trying to get us in the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> everyone should have this experience. Just like, I feel like everyone should go to therapy at least once. Everyone should have this experience at least once. And I think it's worth the pushing through the fear of like, of having that. But, um, so that, so then the woman at, so do you want the sexual massage? She said, yes. And all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I'm giving this woman a sexual massage. Mm-hmm. This is happening. And it's really wonderful and she's enjoying it. And then, and at the, and then the, the instructor came over and he said, well, you can give back to the men if you want to. And so that felt really good. And I was like, oh, I'm being given back to as well. And then, you know, this is a little sexual touching. And then the class, we we did the circle and I was sitting around it. And what I felt for that day and for three days after that was this incredible sense of unconditional love for everyone in the room and like everyone on the planet. And I walked around giving that out for those mm-hmm. days after that. And I remember the woman, she, she grabbed me a bunch of times and hugged me and said, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I was just like, all I did was like follow some sort of spiritual, you know, like I just was a vessel, but I felt like, oh, this is, this changed her. She had this moment and, and it was so powerful. Like I really had to think on that. Yeah. And then after about three days, the American puritanical repressive thoughts started coming up and, oh, I've been bad. This is wrong. And I called a bunch of people. Thank God I called the right people. And they're like, no, this was a loving experience you had. And for a while I thought this has to be singular. And then I realized I needed to go back. And so I did. And I had other experiences with other people. Um, I had, I did have a sexual experience with one of my, with one of my uh, practicing partners. Um, And, you know, like, I want to just emphasize that in four years that uh, my, one of the people that's there had been going to class only twice have the women like given back to the men. Right. So it's not a requirement. If you go, you do not have to give back. We're not going to try to take anything from you or get anything from you. We're here to give to you. If you want to give back, that's entirely your choice. And, you know, someone might ask and you can say yes or no, but really what it's about is the intimacy because right. the sexual it's more at sexuality than sex, okay. sex, sex, as, as my teacher would say, talking about intercourse, like sex is just a penis and a vagina. That's all it is. I hear that in therapy. I hear that in the rooms. I hear that all the time. So it's the same kind of philosophy. Um, and there are other classes. We do a naked yoga class. It's a lot of fun with little acrobatics in there. Again, oh my God, always optional. That just sounds like a nightmare joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's fun. Oh no, it's a lot is of fun. It? No, it's not. Naked it's, it's, yoga? It's, it's, Yes. Well, oh my God. Yoga used I am to be. so yoga proud was. of you. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I keep cutting you off, but I no, am that's so okay. freaking proud of you. Because yoga used to be yeah. nude. I mean, you think about ancient India, 
It's very uh-huh. hot there, very humid, I would imagine. But also, um, anyone, most people listening, I would imagine, have had an experience with Tantra in a way and don't know it. Because all of the yoga poses, well, a lot of them come from mm. the Karma Sutra. Mm. So if you think about those poses, that, yeah. happy baby, downward dog, think about it. Like, just think about those poses. So we kind of took the sex out of Tantra and turned it into yoga and other things. Because in the Western culture, ooh. But yeah. in Tantra, it's all integrated. So we tend to focus on the sex part, right? Ooh, this is exciting because yeah. that's America. Uh, but it's really integrated in the whole thing. And there's classes where that's not the time and place for sexuality. It's just sensual practice, philosophy. And then there are classes where that allows to come in. And mm-hmm. I've been to classes where it's really light and nothing much goes on and classes where it's kind of a whirlwind. Oh, that was, there was an energy there tonight. Yeah. Because that Kundalini energy the energy of orgasm, the energy of life, of creating life, that's what we call also called sex magic, is very powerful. And when yes. we play with that in the class, it can go a bunch of different ways. So in a way, spiritually, I'm having an experience going deeper, learning what I learned through therapeutic, in a therapeutic way with my surrogate partner. I'm yeah. going deeper in a spiritual tantra. And it really is, a my therapist would say, it's a perfect like jumping off point um, from that. And, and you know, what, what was interesting in this experience, because people go, how does this relate to relationships and dating? I am still dating. Yeah. And if, if people remember the, the episode, I talked about a woman that I had a physical interaction with that ended the dating scenario. And then I went into therapy. She started contacting me. <gasps> and I was not at first, I was like, I know this is I, I was really still in a place of, of being kind of uh, wounded by that experience, even though it, I realized as I thought about it, it had nothing to do with her. She wasn't available. Yeah. I was, I was like bringing all my stuff up into it. And I talked to a person about it and I was like, wow, all of that, those thoughts I had at the time were really about my shit <laughs> and had nothing to do with her. And so I said, okay, I think we need to have a conversation. And we met up and had a conversation. And then I said, do you want to start dating again? She said, sure. So we started dating again. And, you know, I had a moment where I went on a date with her And Mm -hmm. as you know, as anorexia, the anorexia, like sitting in your feelings and just being with someone that you're attracted to in a date can be kind of draining. Yes. Um, But hold on. (laughs) If you haven't listened, sexual anorexia, we talk a lot about it's like we shut down intimacy scares us. It's another form of shutting down. So just so you know, look it up. That's a whole that's in the other episode. So go listen to that. But yes, the anorexia people exhaust us because it's too much for me. That's how it is. My anorexic side. And so when, when I showed up for the class that night, I had that energy of like, I had been, this is the first time I had been with my practicing partner since we had been sexual together. And I'm like, how do I interact with her? What are, what are the rules? I'm not sure. And I felt really awkward. And then I sat, we kind of cuddled on the couch together while we're watching the Tantra videos mm-hmm. and a feeling started coming up that I couldn't quite place. And then hours later we were working together and she said, can I be honest with you? And I was like, oh, oh, and she's like, uh, you feel like you're holding back. And I'm like, I am. So I started processing like, what's going on with me? All the tools I've learned, being the Sherlock Holmes of my mind. I feel guilty (gasps) because I had this great date with this woman. It was a first date. I'm not exclusive with this person. I don't owe her anything, but I had this great date. And then I'm with her. I'm like, uh, how does this, how do these things reconcile? And the truth is I don't have to know the answer to that yet. Yeah. My hope would be that I'd have a partner that I could practice with in the couples class, but we'll see what happens. 
And this woman uh, that I talked to, I said, that I, we, we met up after class and she said, tell me what's going on. And I just said, I just feel guilty because I'm doing this thing with you and then her. And like, I told her my surrogacy story because I was about to tell the group that anyway. And we just did this really intimate kind of cuddling together. She said, mm. I'm just going to do, let's just do a, like a, a session together. And we just kind of cuddled. And I just felt this intense, just like letting go and just feeling calm and safe. And I just mm. let go of that guilt. And like, it didn't matter what I told her was going on. I realized it was just getting rid of those feelings. Cause I realized as I was saying, Oh, this is in my head. This is my stuff. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, but even, even like to um, be sexual and intimate with somebody else and then be interested in somebody else, like someone like me and you don't, we don't know how to manage that. So it's so interesting that you allowed yourself time to process and then manage it and see how you can do it in a healthy way where you don't shut down or create this drama in your head. And I just think that's the whole process. And I just want to say anybody listening that says they can't change, listen to Joe, because can you imagine six months ago, us having this conversation, like change happens when you put in the work and that's what you're doing. And now you're opening yourself up to this whole other sexual experience in a giving way, not in a selfish where's mine way, which our society amplifies. But I did go in with needs knowing that I had these needs to to be filled. And when I sat in it and remained comfortable and in the moment and patient and realized that Tantra is about giving and that I will receive when I need to receive, but I also have to ask to receive. And they're still working on that. And communicating. Communicating communicating that. So I know we're coming close to time here. Um, I just want to check in with you. He is a talker. So we always talk about, we could talk forever. So yes, we are getting down to it. So now you're dating. Now you're doing these classes and it's like, who knows what's in the future, you know? And it's just like, you're inspiring me, someone that's been around for a long time in recovery to maybe look at like things I still need to work on the sexual intimacy that connecting like the heart and the mind and and the body and all of that. So as your friend, like, thank you for coming on and educating me and my listeners about this. And that, you know, after the the last episode and you're here now, it's like freaking mind blowing. It's amazing how we can be rocketed into that dimension. And it's all my higher power. I feel my higher power behind this. Otherwise I would be like, I don't know if this is my therapist guiding me. I just want to say that our group is called Together in Wellness with Mind, Heart, Spirit, and Soul. It's a little wordy, but it's accurate. And I will put the links to how to sign up for those classes. Um, And I just want to recommend two quick things. I want to recommend a book that speaks to the kind of Tantra that we teach in the class. Okay. One is called Ecstatic Sex, A Guide to the Pleasures of Tantra by Ma Ananda Sarita. And the other one is called Urban Tantra, Sacred Sex for the 21st Century by Barbara Carrera. Corellas, excuse me. Uh, and those are books that really have the same philosophy and the teaching. And yeah, they're sex focused because as Americans, we kind of need that sexual healing. Yeah. But um, that that's very helpful if you want to practice privately. Yeah. And we'll put, I'll put all the links and everything so you can go down to this description and get all that links if you're interested. But anything you just want to leave us with, because I am so grateful for this follow-up. I am so proud of you, but is there anything else you want to just say about Tantra and your whole experience before we get off? 
Tantra is about giving and receiving and a deeper level of spiritual intimacy, acceptable and uh, in the real world. And in the meantime, we have the Tantra world and we can practice in that world. But I bring that energy, not just to the bedroom. I bring that energy to everything I do. Tantra is a practice of using the, the, the everyday practice, like activities of life and mm-hmm. infusing them with a spirituality. Mm. It's a, you know, that's what it's all about, really. I'm really grateful to be practicing it. Yeah. And you're like a walking love, just love flowing from you now. So open from all the work I've done previously, but this is, it continues to open my heart to everything. And I have so much more compassion and I'm almost able to detach from things that aren't my, my business. So it's really helpful. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Joe. And I'm so grateful to know you and thank you for educating me today. I really feel like another level of awareness. So I appreciate you. It's a pleasure to be on again. And thank you for all that you do on this podcast. It's really quite, quite incredible. Thank you. you. And if you want to be on the show, please email me at secretlifepodcast at iCloud.com. Until next time. Thanks again for listening to the show. Please subscribe, rate, share, or send me a note at secretlifepodcast.com. And if you like to check out my book, head over to secretlifenovel.com or Amazon to pick up a copy for yourself or someone you love. Thanks again. See you soon.